Good morning, everybody, and welcome to December the 12th in 2019 on When I Rise. We're in year A in the third Sunday of Advent, and today, as we do on Thursdays, we'll take a look at the New Testament text for the week, which is James chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. Everybody's favorite book, the book of James. So we'll read that passage, and then I'll make a couple points of reflection, and then we'll spend some time praying this morning. Thanks for making us party in the morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise to meet together with God this morning. James chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains? You too be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. Do not grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. This is the word of God for us. All right, let me offer a couple points of reflection from the book of James, chapter 5, until we get to a time of prayer this morning. Uh, this is one of the general letters of the New Testament that was, uh, that was sent far and wide, we think, to the early communities of Christians. We do believe that it comes from well, it's kind of the Hebrew, the Hebraic or Jewish form of Christianity, and so it leans heavily upon the wisdom text and the wisdom form of the um, of the Scripture tradition. And so, what we have in James, I feel like James sometimes is like a Twitter feed where things are just stacked on top of one another. And if there was like a thread or like a hashtag that they're all bunched into, it's the idea of perseverance or being patient, particularly during a time of struggle. It's assumed that the early church had periods when they struggle, struggle under persecution, internal threats and external threats. And so what we find in the New Testament, particularly as these letters come to these churches, is a general command and an admonition again and again, which is to be patient. And we see that again in uh, James chapter 5. And uh, this would be, uh, I think, an interesting admonition for all of us. And I love how this text lands in the season of Advent because Advent is a season of waiting. As people of faith, we have to envision days ahead. We have to envision who we can be today, knowing what we um, claim to be true about the days ahead. And so this is what James is saying to his, uh, his communities that he's writing to. He says to be patient until the Lord's coming. Uh, but once again, he uh, gets this interesting metaphor of a farmer waiting for a field to yield its valuable crop and that he waits through the season of the autumn rains and the spring rains before the harvest season comes. Now this image, because a farmer doesn't uh, go out and sow seed into a field, bury that seed in the soil, then the very next day open up the soil again to see if the seed has done anything from day to day. No, they plant the seed, they cover it over, and then they wait. But they're not waiting in uh, complete inactivity, but they wait with um, patient activity. They check their plowing equipment, they check their harvest equipment, they try to make provisions for when the harvest season comes so that they can uh, bring in that valuable crop whenever it comes in after their season of waiting. And so this is the admonition that James gives us, that we need to be patient until the Lord's coming. We need to take matters into our own hands, but we do need to supplement what God is doing in the background on God's own timing 
with faithful living. And so as we pray and as we study and as we encourage one another in the faith and as we seek to share the message of Christ and to be good news in our in, in our communities, in our cities, and to every nation in the earth, we're, we're like the farmer who's waiting for those um, th- th- those rainy seasons to come to pass for that viable crop to uh, emerge from the soil and for it to be all taken in. And so I think I want to pray for a couple things today. I want to pray that God would give us the right type of patience, uh, not a, a patience that's in disdain, where we just throw up our hands and say, well, it's enough to me anyways. I'll just kind of wait until uh, the, the thing happens that I'm waiting for. No, I think we need to have a an eager expectation uh, that we need to be animated with a buoyant optimism as we wait on God's timing for all things. So let's spend some time praying along those themes this morning. Lord God, I thank you this day that as our soul rises up to meet you, that you're the God who's in control. I thank you that one of the pieces of the puzzle in the Christian life is to have a reordering of our loves we can love you and we can love neighbor as we love self. And I think that we don't have to love ourselves over everything else. Uh, we don't have to put self over everything else, but we can serve and we can ultimately seek to worship and to glorify you. And so God, we thank you for this command, even though it's a challenging command, to be patient and to wait for your timing. We thank you for that metaphor of a farmer that waits, that plants seed in the field, that waits for the full season of autumn rains, that waits for the full season of the spring rains. And peeks out the window day after day with a glad heart, waiting for all of the process to come to its completion until the valuable crop is able to be taken in. Not a minute too soon and not a minute too late. So God, I think that in the equation of how things work around us and the work of your kingdom and and your plans and purposes, that we can participate, but we're not driving that plan to its completion. So God, I pray that you give us the right type of patience, God, I pray that we would not throw up our hands with disdain, that we would not resign ourselves to doing nothing. But God, I pray that you would allow us to be stirred this morning to be people of faith, that we would imagine what the days ahead are going to be like, that we can imagine that even though there's hardships happening all around us, even though there seems to be bad news everywhere, God, I think that that's not going to get the last word. But God, this is your world that you love, that you sent your one and only son for. And so God, today, we face today and the days ahead with eagerness. God, we ask that you give us the gift of faith, that we would walk by faith and not by sight, that our patience would be active, that we would um, study and that we would pray and that we would worship and that we would encourage the church, that we would uh, be on mission for Jesus in the world around us, so that in all things, God, you would be pleased with our lives. Be pleased with what we do today, God, and I pray that what we do today points to a future day a day that you have destined when you're going to return and restore all things, restore all of creation, renew all the cosmos. So God, do something in our lives today that makes us more fit for that day to come. So God, we pray that you'd apprehend our lives, give us enthusiasm and passion for your work. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.